Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, so I'm here with someone who was on my pod I feel like a couple weeks ago. Taylor Nolan's here. Um, Tay Mocha in his house. Tay Mocha's in the house, and uh, some some stuff has happened <laughs> since our last there's, episode. There's some changes. There's some changes in the world. Um, every day. Every day, but Taylor is uh, is a single gal now. See. And so without getting into incredible detail about what happened, because I think that's irrelevant. Yes. We're going to uplift each other as ladies and talk about um, pain and breakups, but then how we can um, move forward with things. Yes. And you're going to (laughs) evade almost everything. I'm going to do the best I can to be vulnerable and open, but also respecting my boundaries. Perfect. This is like I'm on an episode of your podcast. (laughs) We're basically, uh, by the way, we'll also touch. um, We recorded an episode on Taylor's podcast. uh, Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. Because people were kind of like, I didn't know that Taylor and Olivia were friends again. And Mm -hmm. so we recorded an episode on hers. But in case not everyone has heard it. Yeah, we can touch on that. We can touch on that. Maybe we should start with that. Yeah. Because um, I think that's also coming up now, too, even as I'm a single lady now. Right. Yeah. I'm somehow coming into this as well. Yeah. Um, because Taylor and I had not necessarily a falling out because we never actually communicated, but we had a um, lack of communication moment mm-hmm. that led to tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and it involved her... X. Mm-hmm. It's weird to say that. Yeah. And we'll, we'll evade. Th- which, what word should we say? I don't know. I always say partner. Well, partner. Former. Not anymore. Former. <laughs> this is so weird. I don't know um, what to call it. But yeah, Taylor and I, um, we were becoming friends and then things happened and I moved to Seattle and um, we sat down for lunch mm-hmm. and you kind of I was awkward and I was trying to you were just kind of like small chatting it yeah, up I was like I was doing like this small talk because I didn't really know what was going to happen basically Taylor saw that I was in Seattle mm-hmm. and I was at one of her favorite restaurants mm-hmm. which by the way if you haven't been to local 360 in Seattle yet they have the amazing bomb fries. yeah it's really good mm-hmm. um and I, she was like, what are you doing here? And we had not spoken Mm-mm. in a while. And so I was like, oh, I'm interviewing out here. Just left. Can't even see you. I might move here. So weeks yeah. later, and I, I was like, here. oh, if you're moving here, let's Let get me know. together. Yeah. So I move here. I'm on the road. And my first instinct is I'm going to call or I'm going to text Taylor and ask her to get mm-hmm. lunch. So we get lunch at another place that you should write down if you're coming mm-hmm. to Seattle called Citizen. Mm-hmm. And... I was kind of nervous, which I don't really get nervous, but um, I don't know. I was Mm -hmm. just kind of like Mm -hmm. 
this could go one of two ways. And so I was doing awkward small talk. Yes. <laughs> and finally, Taylor, the good communicator that she is, was like, um, I try. yeah, this is great, but can we talk really quick? About <laughs> Stop, I actually really did. Really I did was like, that. yeah, this is, you know, I, I'm, great. Um, I'm enjoying this, but. Um. <laughs> yeah, and was basically like, we need to talk about the elephant yeah. in the room. And so. Yeah. Um, well, I was like, I have things I want to get off my right. chest. Like, you know, my mic, want to hear from you. And I had been wanting us to talk, but there hadn't really seemed like there had been a good time. And yeah. I just felt like. You know, I needed to communicate that, like, yeah, I was definitely, like, scared and didn't mm-hmm. have the courage to, like, say anything to you post-paradise. Um, mm-hmm. And at the same time was also processing feeling hurt by you, but right. then also understanding where you're coming from. And um, so it was, like, a layers of things. It and was, I was like, we should just put everything on the yeah, table. Yeah, and we did. And there was no, like, argument arguments it was just very um just a conversation I got to say kind of and of course like we said this more eloquently on your podcast a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. just because it was um also a different situation at the time you guys were like still together but um regardless regardless I would still have the same conversation with you pre or post Post, relationship so we got it all out there I I have apologized for doing the whole like angry running my mouth because I felt hurt and then Mm -hmm. um I accepted your apology because I can understand how um yeah it's awkward to kind of uh Mm -hmm. lean into awkward situations yeah and since then we've hung out and but certainly people have been like wait what the heck I Mm -hmm. didn't know that you guys were even friends yeah and then we kind of discussed on her podcast just this feeling of like wanting forgiveness Mm -hmm. and how it's very easy to kind of get caught up in your ego and not want to forgive situations and people and um you were wonderful when I moved here and like introduced me to people who now we're all friends and we Mm -hmm. all hang out and so anyway um we're friends and it's not weird and Mm -hmm. even when they work together yeah. Um, you and Derek, we can say his name. It's not terrifying. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> we've been, like, evading his name. Um, when y'all were together, I was totally cool with hearing his name. And and then post-breakup, mm-hmm. um, it's still been fine. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I think for me, like, I don't like having tension or, like, no. negative relationships mm-hmm. with anyone in my life. And, you know, if someone's willing to, like, sit down and have a conversation with me and be open and, you know, mm-hmm. we can both kind of reflect and mm-hmm. understand each other, then yep. that's absolutely the route I want to go. I mean, even if you look at my season, like, I tried that. Oof. And with some people, it's just not possible. And that's not where it's some really people are at. <laughs> it takes time. And you both have to be we, in certain places. We were both in that place. And yeah. um, it's been great. Uh, we, as mm-hmm. as I said earlier, um, oh, at the time, I was applying for the apartment. I mm-hmm. did get the apartment. So Taylor and I yeah. live Neighbors. almost on top of each other. Basically, yeah. Um, and it's been really fun to, like, move farther in our friendship than we did mm-hmm. originally because yeah. it's stupid um yeah. and we're good and we've I hope that I'm helping you through this no absolutely crummy time I think too it's like 
Seattle is like such a homey place for me and yeah. anyone that's like coming here even if I'm like mm-hmm. barely friends with you like I just want to like show yeah. you everything and I'm like a very welcoming person here like you I really be, like, here's my community like my friends are your friends like yep. let's all introduce each other to everyone and like all just do fun things together and it's um, been awesome Brandy was just here mm-hmm. Brandy was on the podcast last week and we were giggling but um, Brandy Taylor and I spent a lot of time mm-hmm. together and even Brandy was like Taylor is you can tell like how passionate she is about Seattle, but it's awesome. Like there was one day she took us to, you guys should also just be taking notes because I feel like (laughs) we're going to end up spilling a lot of Seattle stuff. Um, She took us to Mm Alki Beach and we brought out these little blankets and Mm -hmm. spent, and then we ate at Cactus, Mm -hmm. which is a very good restaurant. Um, Although our guacamole... The guac needed some help. Really I don't know if it was just what a did bad I say? day. It needs, it needs um, zhuzh. 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 You know, Oh my God, that was a song. What song is that? That was like a um, that was like a J Lo song. I want to say an, an LL Cool J. I feel like I listened to that in like middle school. No, absolutely. And how do you even Google what song? I'm I'm looking this up. Well, I cannot ask. Um, waiters or waitresses like to take back my food because I just yeah. I can't you struggle um, with that and either way like it wasn't I could I it was just the weirdest situation I've never had guac where like if I had a blindfold on my face I wouldn't have known that it was guac control myself it's how to control myself myself um I don't know yeah. why in that moment I, Taylor was like I'll 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 bring it up and then once Taylor like started the train, like the waiter came over and mm-hmm. out of nowhere, I just blurted out, this guac needs like more zhuzh to it, <laughs> like a little more zhuzh. And zhuzh. the waiter was like, zhuzh? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like, can you bring some lime juice or some like, oh, and then I go, uh, maybe some salt. And he goes, there's salt, salt on right the there. table. Mm-hmm. And I wanted yeah. to be like, excuse like, me. Like, we want table salt. I in our don't. Guac. We want like the fancy like sea salt in <laughs> our I guac. Also, like, I shouldn't have to judge my own guac. Yeah. You know? And he like brought the limes for it. And I'm like, why don't yeah. you just ask, why don't you just offer Take it back and give us a new, new one. Guac. Yeah. He brought us like, yeah. he literally brought us um, slices, of lime. Li- slices of lime on a stick <laughs> and was going to bring out Pico. And I was like, can you just bring us like a like, new Like, why wouldn't you just make. It was weird. It was very. Did we pay for that guac? I don't remember. I don't think I checked. I didn't even check. Anyway. But no, I think um, definitely you're like working at getting better about like asserting yourself and like saying, you know, in in a nice way, just like, hey, this isn't what I ordered or like, hey, actually, this doesn't seem right. Like, could I actually get something else? Citizen that other time too. Mm -hmm. Um, We... We love These are still great restaurants. Great. FYI. No, don't let us. But like, <laughs> like Brandy fell in love with Citizen yeah. and ended up making me go like twice a day. So literally yeah. when I'm saying like something bad happened at Citizen, that is crazy because Citizen is the greatest place ever. Yeah. Um, but I ordered a Tito soda because mm-hmm. if you know me, like I literally keep Tito's in business. And if they ever want to sponsor me, I will <laughs> literally cry. Um, so I'm like, oh, yeah, can I have a Tito soda? Mm-hmm. And they deliver it. And she orders <laughs> just like that. Can I have a Tito's, Can I have a Tito's, soda? Tito's soda? Literally, I hate myself. Um, and they bring it, and I have a sip, and I was like, whoa, that is really bad. You said, oh, that tastes funky. I was like, ooh, that's a little funky. And I, at first, I thought it was just, like, dirty water. Like, maybe it was, um, I don't know, like, water that they got out of a pail yeah. from a moat. 
<laughs> That's how they serve their food. Yeah. Through a moat. Um, and so I'm like, Taylor, you have to, you have to <laughs> rectify the situation. So Taylor um, said the waiter comes over and she says, oh, can my friend get a new Tito soda? And the guy was like, what's wrong with it? Instead of just being like, yeah, sure. But then I find out that they don't even have Tito's. But they still have it on, like, the computer. On the computer. For they, how they input it, but yeah. it's not actually Tito's. So They got rid of Tito's. A little MC. It's really, it was I a like little to call miscommunications. Miscommuna MC. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, okay, well, I don't want to drink anything but Tito's <laughs> because I am, like, a Tito's hoe. What did you end up getting? I got another that? the Citizen 75. Yeah. Okay. It's like a Saint Germain, which I don't even know what that is. Um, Taylor doesn't drink, so um, I'm quite used to at this point um, mm-hmm. being the only one drinking. Yeah. Everywhere we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'll get I get like a little mocktail. You get when cute we were mocktails. at Cactus, yeah. I got like a yeah. ginger. It's like a mocktail mojito. Yeah. She gets a really cute mocktail, mm-hmm. or like when we were at Citizen, she got an amazing like. Golden milk. Golden milk. Which it doesn't it sound. So I don't know why. Like I hear that and I think of like golden showers and I think of like someone like peeing I on someone. I don't. Do I don't you have know. Any but desire it's not to be peed on. No. Sexually. Sometimes, like when I'm in the shower and I pee, which yeah. like that's something everyone does. Do I remember you, in high school, people would be like, "Oh my god, you shout, you pee in the shower." I pee and I'm almost like, every time. I how shower. do you not? But yeah. like occasionally, like it'll get on your foot a little bit, you know, totally. and like maybe it's a little bit warm, but it like still weirds me out. I'm like, nope, gotta move. Really? I don't want that. Oh yeah, no. Does that Brand- feel good for you? Well, mm, when you <laughs> when I'm peeing, I just let it go where it goes. No, but like br- sometimes it gets in on your foot. When yeah. You're in the shower. Yeah. Do you have a desire but to be peed on sexually? Um, no. No. <laughs> I have some weird desires, but peeing on me, being peed on or peeing on, on someone, someone. <laughs> is not one that no. I this podcast has really gone <laughs> south already. We were <laughs> But we the golden were, milk drink is delicious. It's turmeric and turmeric. like non-dairy milk. <laughs> what are your weird sexual desires? Um, not golden showers. Um, we can talk about sex stuff. Let's do it. Whatever you want to talk about. Let's just let's, keep let's just, bopping let's just the weird. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, let's talk about it. Um, weird sexual desires. <laughs> no pee um, or no pee. flatulence. No, no, oh my God. I, think, I was just talking to someone about that the other day. No. And, um, they're like, have you farted during sex? And I was like. Queef, yeah. Yeah, but accident. not to the point where it was noticeable. And then it's like, then you really haven't farted during sex. Because like you really only have actually farted during sex when like it's apparent to both parties or yeah. several parties. Whatever, whatever you're into. And it is always so embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. See, I think I, the only time I remember queefing yeah. was in high school. And Yikes. it was like, I was like up, you know, like when your it area to me is when like I'm up in just, the air. Yeah. That's uh-huh. the only time. Like how else are you queefing? Um, it's just when I get too much air. I think that's what a queef is. Yeah. But I only get the <laughs> air when it's like, I'm up. I get it all the time. <laughs> Do any, if any. This is a very different. Yeah. Um, I'm so uh, sorry side of me for people to hear no this is really exciting i want people to hear the real you um no actually if any i know guys do listen to this podcast can you dm me and tell me if you are like grossed out by girls queefing because i feel like every time i've queefed 
it's just like a natural. I mean, we're literally nude. Yeah. And doing like sweating on it. Like the mm-hmm. least you could do yeah. is be like, oh, you're already like exchanging queef. fluids. But should I, should I acknowledge like, oops, ha or <laughs> no, <laughs> or just let it no. go and pretend it never happened. Did they react? Uh, no. Then no, I don't no. think you need to. Yeah. It's just one of those things where you're like, <gasps> I'm going to die now. Yeah. Do you like try to like hold it in? Like yeah. it feels like you're. Well, then you try to suck it back in. <laughs> <laughs> like a poop. <laughs> like a little poop. <laughs> Picture a celebrity who has amazing hair. You know that you have that one celebrity headshot saved to your phone, that person you consider to be your hair inspo. You can believe, and you can bet too, that those celebrities have a stylist who clued them in to Sugar Bear Hair. You've seen Sugar Bear Hair all over your Instagram. They're a bestseller on Amazon with thousands of rave reviews, little gummies that taste like sweet, delicious candy made with the juice of real berries, but they contain everything you need for stronger and healthier hair. They have as much vitamin A as four cups of broccoli, as much vitamin C as one cup of cranberries, and as much vitamin B12 as four organic eggs, just in little gummies. Tons of Sugar Bear hair fans also found out that their nails and skin quality improved over time as well. Great healthy hair has always been important to me, and it should be important to you too. So all I do is take my two gummies every morning. They really do taste like candy and I know I'm giving my hair all the nutrients that it needs to be shinier and thicker so whether you have long hair or a short bob like me go short bobs sugar bear hair seriously works and they taste really good so get yourself that shiny thick beautiful hair by going to sugarbearhair.com slash olivia that is sugarbearhair.com slash olivia for beautiful hair a healthier you one more time, sugarbearhair.com slash Olivia. So, yeah, so there's, that was really not on my, li- I don't have a list of things we were going to talk about, but that was certainly not <laughs> um, on, I'm really sorry. Um, no, I don't apologize. No, I think this is helpful for people. What do you guys want to know about? Because we're, th- we're experts <laughs> on, no, actually, here's a, so, so Brandy and I talked mm-hmm. on the last podcast about how my parents offered to pay for matchmaking. Yeah. I'm going to eat a blueberry. Hold on. So am I. I'm a little hungry. Um, mm-hmm. Can you hear it? No. Anyway, so I decide that instead of them paying for matchmaking, because that's just too early. No, it's too early. I said, can you pay for therapy? Woo-woo. And we'll put, we'll put the money of matchmaking and we'll just change the avenue and Mm -hmm. we'll put it to therapy and they were like yes great idea amazing because I think that I'm not right in my mind and my body and I won't really be ready to date someone until I'm right Mm -hmm. therefore that would be a preemptive matchmaking absolutely it is you're investing in yourself to further invest in your relationships down the road yeah because when I think about what I do wrong in relationships, it's usually like my own shit. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole concept of like putting on your gas mask before assisting mm-hmm. others. And like you mm-hmm. totally do need to take care of yourself. Yeah. And I would also like to say that I think it's a very, um, it takes a lot of strength, I think, mm-hmm. to like resist that notion to yeah. like put yourself out there and be like, oh, I'm just going to date a bunch of people and like distract yourself with mm-hmm. dating than to like actually look at what's going on inside. Yeah. And so I think you should feel very proud of yourself for like being able to acknowledge that yeah. and like sticking with it. I feel good. It came out of nowhere. We were doing something. What were we doing? 
I don't you were talking about something and I, all of a sudden it just hit me like I want yeah, a like, therapist mm -hmm. and so I'm looking and I put uh, some like a little blast out on Instagram does anyone know good therapists in Seattle and I got like a gajillion answers so now I'm kind of stressed but <laughs> I gotta study it's it's overwhelming looking online yeah. just to begin with yeah. I would always recommend psychologytoday.com to start okay. because you can filter for all kinds of things and just try a first person that you feel like you could somewhat connect yeah. to and if it doesn't work go to another one yeah. don't get discouraged by sometimes the first I one. feel like you're my therapist Boundaries yeah. are important, but I'm certainly open to being a friend to pissed, and that's what Kit and I are. You to are, each other. you are my friend to pissed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Kit is oftentimes on Taylor's podcast, yeah. and uh, he he's a he's like an, a co-host when he's around, mm -hmm. and um, he's become a friend of mine too. And even like we were driving to the airport the other day, and having this like beautiful like conversation mm -hmm. that I just don't mm -hmm. usually have with humans mm -hmm. and it's cool that um even like I have you as mm -hmm. my friend to pissed is that that friend to pissed yeah, yeah. friend to pissed friend to pissed whatever. it's good and then Tierra who you've also heard who I hang out with a lot she'll call me every day and her first question is how's your head how's your heart and I'm like really awesome because it goes back questions. to um yeah it goes back to um, this podcast that I've been listening to where it's basically how we say, how are you? And everyone just says, good. Mm -hmm. I wish we could just be like fucking awful. I do actually. do that sometimes. I try to make like a solid effort to be like when someone asks how I am, like if I, yeah. if I have a decent relationship with them, mm -hmm. I'll just be like horrible. I'm all right. <laughs> You're just like, I'm trying. I'm hanging in I'm there. Like, Not good. So Not Tay, good. how are you? Um, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there. She's hanging. You're hanging. Good. I'm, uh, I'm working on it. You're hanging. I'm not the greatest. Um, yep. but sometimes some, some moments mm -hmm. feel like wonderful. I and mean, other moments I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> I, I would say like, you're handling this shit real good. Thanks. You really are. Trying. Um, the one thing that we discussed wanting to address and something that Taylor um I go to bed at literally 10 o'clock so Taylor it stays up all night so pretty much every morning I wake up to texts from Taylor <laughs> that never got answered because I was sleeping for the last yeah. eight hours um but yesterday morning today whatever I wake up and Taylor had screenshotted all of these comments that you can't see me, but I'm hiding my face. She's hiding. Um, that we're not very nice about either the breakup or what people think of her. Mm -hmm. And it took me back. It took me to back, reading, too. To reading. Um, uh, basically, I, I wonder, because um, I always say, like, it's like a car, cr like a car crash yeah. that you can't look away from. It's a black hole. You get sucked in real quick. Why? It's dangerous. I don't know. Part of it, and uh, this came up like a while ago, and I can't remember where I was or who I was talking to, but I'm someone that like, I really enjoy feedback. Yeah. I like part of going on the show to me was like, like, I'm so like, I can't wait to see like what America thinks and like all the things I'll yeah, learn you did say that and a like lot. Yeah. all of that. But like, damn, that was naive. And like, also you're not a jackass whisperer. Some people don't fucking have a clue. No. And like, you can't, 
take in yeah. all the feedback. You just can't. And like part of, I think just how I am in my like daily life, you mm-hmm. know, I love ha- having friend to piss around mm-hmm. and like having those conversations and giving each other feedback. And you really have to like draw the line yeah. and be like, no, this is a boundary. Like people on the internet that don't know me are not allowed to give me feedback about yeah. who I am. Yeah. And Kit, this is why he's an amazing friend to piss. Kit is um, absolutely fabulous. You should follow him by the way on Instagram. At Kit Bender. Two T's. Um, he's just such a beautiful yeah. soul. And he anyway. said, uh, he was like, don't read the comments and was telling me to stop and was like, what are you doing to yourself? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. And he was like, stop, disconnect, abort mission, abort. don't feed the voices, walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, they don't know anything about anything. Ignore them. Their words have no weight. And this is what really stuck with me. Yeah. Decide whose voice you want to trust. Great. I could picture him saying that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's super powerful. Whose voices you want to trust? Yeah. I love, I recorded a podcast with Michelle money. Do you know who she is? One of the OG. I really liked her. She's fabulous. And she, it was a great podcast and I had no intention of ending up talking about, but it was all, you know, she was a villain too. And in Mm -hmm. many ways, like you were a villain character Mm -hmm. and, it was, it's, it's a different, um, viewpoint when, when you're someone who gets comments constantly that are like, you suck, you suck, you suck. And she, and I said it to you on the phone today, because now it's like my mantra is like other people's opinions of you have nothing to do with you. Yeah. And absolutely. They're all about the person person that's doing it. it. We shame people in areas where we feel shame and judgment about ourselves. Totally. I know that the people that are commenting like, Oh, she's just so bossy about that. They're insecure about being bossy. Uh, And that's why they're seeing that in me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's sad. Um, but then there was, you know, as many times as I can say, that's my mantra. Like we still care. And that's what I think I'm working on as a person. And maybe what Mm -hmm. you feel you're not totally there yet either. Like Um, if someone meets me in person and like, I actually show myself to them Mm -hmm. and then they're like, I don't like you. Great. I'm like, that sucks, but okay. You know, whatever that not everyone's going to like me. That's fine. Yeah. But when it's like random people who like legit have never met me and have just seen me on TV, it just ignites this energy in you that like, I just want to be like, no, you, you don't, don't know. No. Like, how can you even say any of this? Like, yeah. and it's just this like immediate desire and urge to like defend yourself and be 100%. like, but wait, how, how could you, what, what yeah. are you, ta- how? no, why would you even like stop? And you did answer and a couple. You would, you admitted. A few I did. Yeah. I was like, they've made a comment about how rude I am. And I'm like, yeah. She's the rudest. It's almost like she goes and comments on public <laughs> platforms about people she doesn't know. Crazy. And I was like, okay, now I'm kind of being a little petty. But, like, it's just, like, there's only so much you can take. And yeah. one thing that I reflected on after Bachelor um, in therapy was, like, with cyberbullying, mm-hmm. you receive, like, the amount of messages you receive is ridiculous. Oh, Something you insane. would never, you would yeah. never have 50 people in a row coming oh, up to you God. in real life saying, you know, you suck. Like Crazy. you don't deserve love. You're this, you're that. No, th- that would never happen. And so what we're processing when we read these comments online is like, w- I think our brains are only just now starting to get wired to like actually learn how to cope with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's so ridiculous. It's insane. And it's like unreasonable to think that you could experience that and read those and not have it impact you. Yeah. And I think like, you know, you can try and read it and be like, I think that's almost like part of the game. You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to read it this time. And this time I'll be fine. This yeah. time I'll be good reading it through. And you you might be the first five comments. Yeah. But at a certain point, it's going to get to you. Mm-hmm. You're human. You have feelings. It's personal shit. But yeah. you have to then go through the process of saying like, you know what? It's actually not personal. Yeah. Because they don't know me. Yeah. It's hard to not start ingesting what people are yeah. throwing at you even though you know it's not true and when you hear it on that like level yeah. that uh, quantity yeah you start to like doubt yourself yeah. and you're like well is it true am i that bossy? and i'm curious am I too, that controlling I'm you know look at the pictures i sent you i'm just really curious um i guarantee at least 90 percent of those people were women oh no they all are Which is really shitty because I've talked about this before and I know that like me um, talking on this like podcast is not going to change the world, but you'd like to think that it would. Um, Every conversation matters. It does. But for me, what's interesting that I find is this this uh, contrast that I've made before about males versus females and just how um, immediately when the breakup announcement comes out. I'm not sure why it is the first instinct to say, oh, Derek is single again. He's so great. And then to basically shit all over you. Mm -hmm. And that's what's really hard is this concept that. um, And I don't think that that's like majority of what's happening. Yeah. Like it's what I absorb the most because it's the negative. Right. And the negative I take on. Yeah. Try not to. Yeah. But there there's also just a lot of positive just like I didn't see that coming like I'm really sad I really like them and like even that is like hard to digest a little bit but Mm -hmm. of course the negative is what stuck out to me and you know it's sad that it's like large amount of the viewership of the show is women yeah and then it's women bashing other women and praising these other men um, and you know, that's fine if you want to praise the men, but it's like, why are we also then bashing all these women, women. who we don't know? I mean, these men could be just as total fuck, fuck boys and shitholes yeah. and, you know, do fucked up shit to these women. Totally. But like, instead we're just going to like praise them we're just gonna, because they're like a hot guy. They're hotties. Yeah. That stuff really annoys me. And I've talked about it before, just in reference to how like Chad Johnson's comments during yeah. his villain time were like, oh my God, you're a dick, but you're hot. And then for Ugh. the girls, it's just like, you are a horrible piece yeah. of shit, mm-hmm. waste of time, Yeah, because I don't like your hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Ugh. Yeah, I just want, I know that you mouthing off people are, are good people. And you've, lis- like, you've listened to my words enough to know better than mm-hmm. to, to do the things that Taylor screenshotted and sent <laughs> to me. Um, but just don't do it. Yeah. Like, no, you have just, to have the self-control. Just and don't do it. And especially like... It is annoying how when two normal people or people in the public eye break up and yeah, I mean, people talk, but it's like, I've just been seeing instead of just, oh, that's really sad. They, they worked really hard to be together and it, Mm -hmm. you know, it didn't end up working out. That happens. Like two people can really care about each other and there's just not enough in the world to keep Mm -hmm. them together. But why do we have to assume? Yeah. Because these, you know, you don't assume 
with your friends and and people who aren't in the public eye like you do yeah. with Taylor and Derek or with anyone else where it's like oh well she yep. must be we always this. we always assume that the chick is crazy always that's that's literally like, that's always the narrative and it's something when Brandy came on my episode yeah. um she was on and the episode we did was cool girl with mm-hmm. Brandy um and I mean I think that's so relevant even here because mm-hmm. you know she discussed like reflecting on this identity that she's kind of taken on of like being the cool girl because you know when you're dating guys you always hear them talk about how their ex you know was so crazy like oh my god I couldn't date that girl she was so crazy like she was such a nutcase and Mm -hmm. it's like hmm was she really like first of all that's always a red flag if a guy is talking bad about his exes but second like then we're receiving those messages of like, oh, she was crazy. Like, yeah. okay, I don't want to be crazy to him. Like, but you also don't even know the real situation, you know? Like, she could have actually been really hurt by something and just been like expressing her feelings and that made him feel uncomfortable and yep. he didn't know how to react to it. So to him, oh my God, she's crazy. Yep. Like. Absolutely. So, so even yeah. Like, even when I ask my mom or my sister for advice, and I've always put my sister in the cool girl category mm-hmm. that she just like doesn't need to talk about with guys love her Mm -hmm. and I'm always like okay let's really think and it's because she's the cool girl right but I feel like you know and then I'll say Paige what am I doing what am I doing and she's like don't pressure them don't talk about feelings don't do anything just be super cool and then I'm like see I totally disagree with that because you're so not and Brandy recommended this book that I want to read all about love yeah and talking about how like our version of love is so skewed these days Mm -hmm. and like the whole not talking about your feelings or showing your feelings that's just bullshit like that's how we connect with each other and that doesn't make you a crazy person for feeling your freaking feelings like the pressure thing I can kind of get on board with just like letting things flow naturally and like not trying to rush things not trying to pressure things but like you owe it to yourself to feel your feelings and to express express them. them yeah and if it freaks someone out, then like that's not the right person. Yeah, and to but me, that is you being a cool girl. You're 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 a cool chick in my book. I mean, if you you're can feel cool, your feelings. Every I all of my friends are cool chicks, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I I feel like I've been fighting um the the that battle for the last like yeah. two kind of dating experiences that I've had is this this feeling of like not expressing how I really feel about things because I want to keep it chill mm-hmm. and keep it calm. And then it's like, what's it's total bullshit. Does that actually help anything? Cause no. then I feel like the MCs happen. Yeah. You get so many MCs and so you're many. totally disconnected So many because MCs. you're like filtering yourself and you've got like these walls up because now you're trying to protect yourself because now you're scared that if you do be vulnerable and show yeah. yourself that you're going to get rejected. And then it's just Sucks. like, you kind of just like perpetuate that it's in a way too. Hard. Yeah, and Bran is someone who's, like, the epitome of cool girl. Mm -hmm. Even with, like, her friends, she's – it's hard to get her sometimes to, like – open up at mm-hmm. all so yeah. I'm always like let's let's like talk about feelings I want her to just come and like live in our building too oh, so we can just be like a group of friend to piss to each Wouldn't other and just like all grow and reflect with each other I tried look and talk I about asked her a couple times <laughs> we'll get more sex in the next 10 minutes here because that's always a fun topic I don't get enough sex in my show we're, go- we're gonna talk more about sex I should sure. have more sex you should I should Mm-hmm. Is there, yeah, I should. I'm going to get on that. Slide in the DM. Slide in the DM. 
If you're in the market for a new mattress, listen up. Fourth of July is the time to get yourself a Casper mattress with their competitive limited time July 4th offer. On the Mouthing Off podcast, I've talked several times about how much I love my Casper mattress. By the way, I've loved hearing from you guys who have also used my promo code and you love your mattress. Woohoo. Casper is the place to shop for Fourth of July mattress savings this year. They sell directly to you. They eliminate added costs. They save you money. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Returns are hassle-free if you're not completely satisfied, but I know that you will be, and you can choose the Internet's favorite mattress this 4th of July. They have three mattress lines, the Original Casper, the Innovative Wave, and the Essential. The Original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality surface with the right amount of sink and bounce. The Wave, which is what I have, features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. And whichever mattress you choose comes right to your door in a seriously small box. I don't know how the most comfortable mattress of my life just kind of formed out of a box, but it did. The breathable design of each mattress helps you sleep cool, regulates your body temperature, and now I get the best sleep of my life. I lay on my mattress and I fall asleep instantly. So for a limited time, visit casper.com slash savings. You'll save up to $225 off of your order. This is a limited time offer. It expires July 9th, 2018 and terms and conditions do apply. So for a limited time, visit casper.com slash savings, save up to $225 off of your order. And don't forget this offer expires July 9th, 2018. Um, Oh, speaking of sliding in the DM. Yes. Yes, this is my favorite. Brandy and Taylor did something really mean the other day. Um, we did Olivia the biggest favor. Slash, not really. Um, I've always thought that John Mayer is cool. Good old John. Like, his tweets are funny. His humor kind of matches up with mine. His Insta stories are good. His Insta stories are funny. Um, look, I'm completely realistic that John Mayer uh, will never know who I am. But we were randomly on the topic of um, John Mayer. Why are, of John. Uh, of John. And Brandy. We're, we're on a cool basis like that. We're it's like John. Like John. <laughs> Mr. Mayer. Um, and like Brandy, like, or she we said knows. That we said that you should. Slide in his DM, right. and you were like, "No, no, no!" Just and Brandy was like, "I'll do it for you." Because I literally have not slid in a DM yeah. since 1982. Never. I wasn't even there born were then. No DMs. Um, there were no DMs. It didn't work. Exactly. I slid in the. F- I was the first to slide in the DM, and then it never happened since then. Um, so we slid. So in. Brandy stole my. F- well, she didn't. St- I literally. You handed gave it. us permission. I, to yeah, do I it. said sure. Well, I, I was like, okay, fine, but I don't know what to say. Because like, what do you say to John Mayer? <laughs> You know what you say to John Mayer, Liv. What Brandy said. What you said. What I said. Damn it. (laughs) Um, I think you are a grade A zaddy. Is what she said. A zaddy. And we've talked Mm -hmm. about zaddies, which John Mayer is a zaddy. He is a zaddy. Which, by the way, a lot of people were asking, what is a zaddy? So a zaddy (laughs) is like... An older male. He can be a dad, but like he doesn't have, he doesn't to, have be to be a dad. An actual dad. But it's like it's a suave swag. It's like he's so fine. Well dressed, older 
guy. Mature. Mature. Mm-hmm. Like, he's Emotionally not, intelligent. Yeah, he's emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. He's not like a fuckboy, because fuckboys are just dudes. Like, oh, that's like, a hot dude. Yeah, Azadi, like, knows what he wants. Azadi like, has swag. It. Yeah. Um, like I would know the difference between like, whoa, over there at 11 o'clock, he's a Zad. <laughs> so that's what a Zad is. Does <laughs> that make sense? Olivia would call John Mayer a and grade Mr. A Mayer zaddy. is a grade A zaddy. But I thought that Brandy, first of all, was going, well, basically I just wanted to say something that would get his attention and not just be like, hi, I think that you are cute. Let's go on a date. <laughs> Which eventually, I, I actually did call him cute, just in a very weird way. But yeah. um, I thought she was going to say, like, hello. Yeah, you were very upset hi. about the, like, the, she not didn't the, even the say lack hi. of introduction. But, like... How are you? It, it seemed kind of lost at that point with what we were going to send, so... <laughs> it, then it became a joke. So she also didn't use punctuation. <laughs> didn't use a period after zaddy. Didn't use an exclamation point. So basically, John... We should have put an eggplant emoji is what we should have done. We should have just done a bunch of eggplants. (laughs) Um, Lo and behold, um, John never answered. Did he... He didn't allow it or like... No. We can't see Literally never. He could have read it and just never done anything to it. But now, he's in Seattle. He's in Seattle, you guys. He (laughs) is playing at the Gorge, which is like this amazing outdoor... Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Amazing. And I'm already going hiking, so I can't. But he's in where Mr. Mayor. There's an impulse. (laughs) Where are you? Zaddy. He's a Zad. Like he is a Zad. Totally. And now Brandy sends me all of his Insta stories and just writes Zaddy. (laughs) Zaddy. And I'm like, yeah, he's still. Let me see if he randomly has looked i unfollowed him by the way stop why did you do it it was too embarrassing let me look at send message yeah he never saw it right just went to no nobody yeah that's okay though i'll be okay just all of you mouthing (laughs) offers listening should slide in his dm and and mention like do at olivia caridi well brandy was gonna do that Mm -hmm. and she does have almost a million followers so I so, thought it, but first, you're both like, verified. So I would think he would at least click it. He's just so busy at the gorge, or he's at just busy. hot pot, brownies, hot cocks, hot cocks. Hot cocks. There's this place. Pocket. <laughs> There's this brown, not brownie. Oh my god, donut There's, place. They yeah. might have brownies, but they're known for their donuts. Yeah, donuts um, and coffee. Top pot, and it's called Top Pot. And for whatever reason. I was just not wanting to call it Top Pot. I was wanting to call it like well, Hot but there's, Pots. There's Top Pot, but then there's also Hot Cakes. Hot cakes. And I accidentally said right. Hot Cocks. Hot Cocks. Because apparently I had something on the mind. You did. And <laughs> I was like, that's never happened before. Oh, um, that's And then hilarious. it just became all these different things of Hot Pot and Top. Hot and Tots and, and Pot Tits. Topics. And hot yeah, hot Topics. <laughs> yeah. Um, keep taking note. Uh, mm-hmm. Top Pot is a good donut place. Yeah, love Top Pot. And then um, Hot Cakes, not Hot Cocks. <laughs> but you never know. That could be cool, too. Um, I mean, I hope that you can enjoy both. I hope. In the same night, maybe. <laughs> maybe at the same time, if you're into that kind of thing. Which, should we talk about? No, we shouldn't talk about the conversation starter that I use at every party. 
that gets no. the people going. We really got the party going. We did. So we were at this party one time, me and Taylor, and um, everyone was kind of like, it was one of those parties where everyone was comfortable talking to the people that they know, but not really mm-hmm. going around. And being well, like, it's like Hi. a group of people that everybody knows each other already. So right. they're just like, it's like, you, you know, were in your little groups, yeah. but there was like a bunch of little groups and not like a big group. And um, <laughs> we got together a big group. Taylor <laughs> and I were talking randomly and I don't know why this came up. Why does anything I say come up? Yeah. But I was like, in the moment, do you like calling a guy's member? I think it was like, you said dick. And then I was like, cock. Well, we were discussing it privately. Yeah, yeah, and you. yeah. And then and we had you, to pull other people. So into I it. like to call mm-hmm. the member a dick and you yeah. like to call it a cock. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, we should really bring the people into this conversation. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we started polling people. So we pulled a guy. Point. We pulled this guy next to us. And he, I said, what do you like it to be called? Yeah. Um, and like then he answered. The and then all of a sudden, there was like a group of, pa- a big <laughs> group of like 20 passionate people talking about what they prefer to call the member <laughs> in the heat of the moment. Both women and men. And men. And it was great. And then we were all discussing it and mm-hmm. laughing. And that's a great yeah. conversation starter. And it's honestly, it's going to be the new pickup line. I think it is. It's going to be, hi, my hey. name's Olivia. Um, question you for prefer- you. Would you prefer during sex if I referred to <laughs> your member as a member. dick or cock? And what we learned scientifically is that men don't care. They don't have a preference. Nothing new. Um, um, as long They all said, as long as you don't call it like Mrs. Porkelstein, yeah. then you're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the difference that like a dick is like just a dick. A it's dick. like a regular average dick. <laughs> but, <laughs> but a cock is like your It's hum. like, it's a, it's a, a cock. A cock is like, it's a, a cock is a cock. It's a cock. So... I, I challenge you guys at the next party you're at, if there's people and they're not really talking and you want to bring the people together. Get them going. Start talking about the member. Dicks and cocks. Works every time. And we also said, too, that, like, dick is, like, you know, oh, he's a dick. Like, it has, like, a yeah, negative connotation. Has, like, so, different. like, during sex to be, like, yeah, give me your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's been so long. It's, I don't honestly remember. What you know? Next um, time I feel like you're gonna be in your head. Next time you are having sex and like you want to, I'm gonna you're call gonna it a Mr. Porkelstein. You're gonna be like, give, give me, me your, your Porky member. I <laughs> <laughs> probably will. Shit, and then I'll just queef the whole time <laughs> for like three hours. <laughs> and then you'll be like, wait, are you peeing on me? Oh no! And then we'll shower, and I'll pee on my foot. <laughs> All the important things that we've talked about on this podcast. I'm so sorry, people. We had every intention of being really enlightening um, and therapizing. There was still some good friend pissing. What can we friend a pissed? Um, No, uh, the the French the friend a pissing has gone really well. Um, I've learned that um, my self worth issues are probably bigger than I make them out to be. Yeah, well, you, like, self-deprecate to a point where it's not even self-deprecating anymore. It's, It's like, actually real. Yeah. 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 Um, Like, the sarcasm isn't sarcasm anymore. So, like... uh, I try to um, make myself seem more comfortable with where I'm at than I am, probably. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm fully admitting to you guys right now that I need work. Um, Mm -hmm. Which is a very courageous thing to do. totally real. 
And uh, I appreciate all the people who are like, Olivia is immature. Like, yeah, I probably am. Because I'm not, who uses sarcasm as a way to like mask how they really feel about themselves? Me. So I'm going to go to therapy because I feel like I am truly not ready to actually date someone knowing how I feel about myself. Mm -hmm. Like, why would anyone want to date but I Me also right feel strongly that by going on dates, mm-hmm. you can learn a lot about yourself. And you can start putting those things into practice that you yeah. are reflecting on. You know I'm going on a date on Monday. With? This Why? guy. Who? No, this girl. Um, where, when, so I can stop Where, it. when, I know. <laughs> we're, we're getting beers together, obviously. Um, no, I, I. the funny thing lately is I've been getting people who... Um, They'll like reach out to me and be like, my brother's single. Oh my God, it's that or guy. Okay. The guy. Yeah. So I'm. He was cute. He was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you were there. I'm going out with him. Um, a girl reached out and was like, my husband's friend is, this is he, him. Mm-hmm. I feel like you guys would get along and I'm going to do it. Do cause, it. Um, why not? Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah. I, I really think too, um, that honesty upfront is mm-hmm. really important. And I think that while your sarcasm is appreciated and yeah. uh, enjoyable at times, I think that with getting to know someone and in dating, mm-hmm. um, that being really authentic with that and being yeah. upfront with everything you're saying to us right now yeah. will give someone that you're dating yeah. a whole newfound like respect and yeah. admiration and, um, just support for you and and a better understanding of you as well so I definitely encourage you like at some point when it feels you know natural um to be authentic with that like in getting to know you they're also getting to know that like you are in this experience of of working on yourself I'm like in a transformative phase of my life that's what uh Vanessa and I just talked about in my episode about breakups, you know, is about like allowing yourself this time to kind of rediscover yourself, like explore yourself after this chapter. And like, it's a really, it's, it's a tough time, but it's a time with like a lot of payoff because you, you will come out of each one stronger than you entered because you will be learning all kinds of things about yourself. All of my breakup fails, like they've led me. Mm -hmm. And the good thing is Taylor is about to um, start binging The Staircase. Yes. Which, if you haven't watched that, it's on Netflix, and it's a crime mini documentary series. Docu-series is what they Mm -hmm. call it now. It's really good. Um, And if you've watched it, please DM me and tell me what you think of the owl theory. (laughs) Taylor will eventually, once she watches Mm -hmm. it, tell me what she thinks of the owl theory. Um, Monday, I'll let you know. You think you can finish it by Monday? Yeah, I I don't think like I don't want to like be doing things. She wants this weekend. A break. You you need to like. I need to get sucked into. A sh- I need to organize my apartment. Yeah. And yeah. my life. Right. Um. And yeah, like get into yeah. a show and like disconnect I from think, social media I think for a minute. You should not have social media at all this weekend. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that's pretty doable. You think so? Yeah. It's hard because like I do, I want to like be authentic yeah. as much as I can, you know? And so like, if that's what like I'm doing this weekend, you know, yeah. I want to be able to share with people like when I'm not having a good mm-hmm. time, just as much as I share when I'm having a good time. Yeah. Um, 
because I want to help like break the stigma on that and let right. people know that, that they're not alone. Like I'm feeling all the feels and going through the motions, you know? Um, so like I want to share that yeah. uh, and like embrace being vulnerable when it's a little uncomfortable at times, but then uh, it's, it's tricky. There's also like, you know, okay, well boundaries for yourself and yeah. Private life versus public life. And I, I, I don't well, know. It's hard going through this breakup stuff mm-hmm. as a public person is very difficult. Yeah. And um, it's hard to like go on with the world when every single question that you get on your social media, yeah. you can post a photo of your cat mm-hmm. and all of the comments are what happened with Derek. Yeah. And that's just really not easy. Mm-hmm. And, um, like yeah. just imagine like try for a minute yeah like just imagine like if you're going through a breakup or think about your last breakup imagine that, that was pu- i literally th- no way i had to I, write I, a statement about the relationship to send to like a pr person crazy for it to then be on like e-news and p and like that it, it's so personal the first time around, like, all the bullshit with Corinne, like, that's one thing, yeah. you know? But, like, something as personal and intimate as your relationship. Like, I remember when it first was kind of, like, public that we were, like, together. Having these conversations with him where I was, like, look, like, I don't mess around with people talking shit about my relationships. No. Like, I will be mama bear full extent. Like, yeah. I'm very protective of my relationships. And, like, relationships are hard enough as they are without all these random people putting in their, Mm -hmm. you know, opinions and judgments and trying to like test and like all this shit. It's like, just hold on. So yeah, like that's super hard for me to like know that people have all these inputs and just like trying to, I don't know. It's just, if it's a weird layer of it and there's so many layers of it to process and you know, people are like, well, that's what you get when you go on a TV show. And, but it's, that's beside the point. Like, try and empathize for a second. It's just really hard. Breakups suck, especially when it's, like, there's no lack of love. It's just, like, yeah, it just doesn't um, work, and it's hard. Mm-hmm. And then to add the other layer. I mean, I cannot imagine literally having to communicate with the person that I'm ending a relationship with or whatever, being like, okay, so this statement that we have to put out. Like, it's just <laughs> so... It's just, it, it's so it's much bigger. It's a little impersonal. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much bigger. And then, yeah, to have like, um, you know, I don't know, having to go through all these people making comments and then you, can't, you feel like you can't really move on. Like, because there's also a lot of people who have probably like missed it. Yeah. Because I actually, there were even my, um, my close girlfriend, Casey, who lives in Germany. Yeah. You know, she's in freaking Germany. And we try to keep in contact as much as we can. And she knew where things were going yeah. and, you know, all that. But she didn't know the day that it came out. Mm. And, um, like, yesterday I had texted her and I was like, hello. Hi. She's like, hi. And I was like, well, it happened. And she's like, what? No like, way. I didn't see anything. And so I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was out on some things. And I know some people don't know because I still, even though it's out, I'm still getting messages. Where's Derek? Oh, Where's Derek? Oh, yeah. For some reason, people think I'm with a Peter. Peter I get messages of are you and Peter still together and I'm like oh Peter Who? Peter Peter Kraus I'd fuck with Peter Kraus <laughs> just mean, kidding you guys literally everyone's gonna jump on that and be like Olivia wants to have sex with Peter Kraus I mean I'm sorry but I who don't does, who, I mean who, like the, I do the, but I don't he, like we've never spoken he has no idea who I am 
so it's fine. I wanted him to come on um, an episode once to discuss. <gasps> yeah. Uh, he had been public about like struggling with a eating disorder, yeah. and then I couldn't find the post anymore, and I, so I don't know if he took it down or what. And then I had DM'd him, and Diggy had like passed it by him, and he just like never responded. So, Peter, go on Taylor's podcast, <laughs> or just come to Seattle, and you can. <laughs> stay we'll show you a grand old time you can stay with uh with us <laughs> now in our um, apartment but yeah works. people think i'm with a peter and i'm like i don't You're know not with a peter who can you see yourself like do you i know i know it's you're probably not envisioning your next relationship but do you picture your next relationship being with someone out of the public eye normal do you want that I mean, it really, it, I think it just depends on the person. Yeah. Like, I, I'm more aware now of the complications with having a public relationship. Mm-hmm. Just the complications of being a public person. Like, it's just, yeah. it's weird because Super it's strange. like, yeah, I was on a show, but and now it's like you're a person, but I'm just. Um, it, well, and people just get so invested in your relationship. So Yeah, invested. and I just, I mean, I don't know. It would just depend on the person. Like, if they have more of a private life or if there's someone in the public eye, yeah. like, either way, like. As long as our communication is on point, as long mm-hmm. as this person is like into personal development mm-hmm. and like their own spiritual growth and, you know, want someone to share that with yeah. and can be totally up for like talking about all the uncomfortable things with all me and like respecting my word yeah. and respecting my wishes and following through yeah. with what they say they want and what they're going to do. Like, then it doesn't really matter to me, like if if you're you more got of a two public, followers, or yeah, two hundred thousand, yeah, or, like you yeah. could be super fuckboy with you know <sighs> several hundred thousand followers, or you could be a total gem with two hundred. Like it doesn't it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It could be the opposite too. It's a beautiful thing. Um, okay, I want to do one more thing with you, but I also want to say. Um, Taylor and I were just listening to Drake's new album, mm. Scorpion. I'm upset. I'm upset. Uh, it's good. So you guys should listen to it. And then just like Drake has a way. He could literally just be doing like boom, boom, boom. Or mm-hmm. what's what's the word? Um, what's my word? Zhuzh. He could literally do a song that's all about zhuzhing and just be like zhuzh, 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 zhuzh. And I'd be like, God, that's a banger. Mm-hmm. He just produces a good He's banger. He's great. So you guys listen to that. The one thing I want to do to end it on is um, – you felt like people don't quite know the real you and we've learned that like you don't want golden showers in your life but is there anything else that you want people to know about you random shit like how much you like gardening and food I do really love food and I really love gardening yeah it's hard because like you want people to know the real you but also like even some of the people in your life don't really know the real you because there's so many different like facets of ourselves like to Mm -hmm. explore um but absolutely. I mean, like, gardening is so, like, important to me. I yeah. have lots of plants She's outside. got all the plants outside that yeah. I, I water occasionally. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of succulents in here. I that was I just eyeing your succulents. These are new, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. cute. I love plants because it's just, like, it's another form of life. Like, for mm-hmm. me, I guess one of the big things I would want someone to take away, like, to better get to know me. Um, I took the Enneagram. Yep. Um, That's so I'm big. like a number two, which is a helper. And then I'm also a six, which is a loyalist. Mm-hmm. But one of the big things with the helpers is like connection and mm-hmm. relationships. Yep. And so to me, 
everything in my life that I'm passionate about revolves around connection and relationships. I mean, literally my private practice is based around Mm -hmm. living with meaningful connection and like wanting to further the connection with ourselves and with other people. So for me, like gardening with food, it's all about connection to your food, to life, um, with animals. Lily's just over here, just creeping her way on over. Yeah, just woke up and is ready to hang (laughs) out. Um, like connection with animals, like, um, connection in relationships. I'm really just, I'm passionate about my relationships and you are, um, it's cool. They, they all mean a lot to me and I just, you put a lot of work into them too, which is very cool. I do. I try to, um, relationships. Hi Lily. Yeah, it's imp- it's like sometimes I'm definitely like way too wrapped up in like my relationship world, and then it's like okay, I need to like focus on other things in my life. Yeah. But Taylor and I both took the Enneagram on the same day. By the way, mm-hmm. I am a because Brandy is super passionate about the Enneagram. And so is Kit. So is Kit. So is Kit. Kit like literally brought a massive Enneagram book to when I dropped him at the airport, he pulls it out of his bag and I was like, yes, I'm a nine. And Brandy is convinced I'm a wing. You're not a nine. I'm sorry. I'm a four. I'm a four. God, see, I already suck at this. (laughs) I'm a four and she thinks I'm a wing three. Yeah. So, um, if you guys know Enneagrams, maybe you can like but I was freaked out by how accurate it was. Yeah. So um, we could do a whole other. Yeah, we will. Just on that. We will. Yeah. I haven't done enough research on mine to even Same. speak confidently about it. So I'm going to maybe in the next couple of weeks, Taylor and I will come back and yeah. do a full Enneagram episode. Um, and then Taylor and I are going to do an episode on her podcast, which you guys need to subscribe to the Let's Talk About It podcast. Um which is all about feeling the feels and connections and important things that we need yeah. to talk about more often. Similar stuff on here, just less yeah. golden showers and less dicks and, and dicks and cocks and more um, like we're, we've talked about, we did an entire episode on forgiveness. If, if, if you want to get more of the story of like how we came to where we are now and you're still like, why are Taylor and Olivia talking? Um, listen <laughs> to that episode because it was really good and a lot of people liked it, which was really nice to yeah. see. And then we did have every intention during that podcast of also doing like touching on depression. Mm-hmm. And we got so wrapped up in <laughs> forgiveness that we never even talked about depression. It's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. We needed a full episode. So um, we're going to, I'm going to go back on hers uh, maybe this next week or something and we'll we'll talk about depression because you guys know that I talk about that a lot and Taylor like has a dang degree in this stuff so I do. she can help me figure my shit out um so yeah follow Tay Mocha love her give her all the love out there and if you have bad things to say just like stop you know what I mean <laughs> I just hate it's really it's really mostly good there's it's really only good. been a few negative, but you know, it's hard to just remember that, um, you. I, you're allowed to have opinions about people. You are absolutely yeah. allowed, but that doesn't mean you need to go on a public platform, um, and share those for all the world to see. And it doesn't mean that you need to, um, assume that things happen in life because of what you assume about people. And you don't know the story. You don't know. I don't know you the don't whole story. I know little bits and pieces um, and I still know that it's painful and for both parties and there's no reason to assume things when you don't know you can just love. 
which is what do things, uh, you, you do either, things with love. Yeah, you either do things in your life out of fear or out of love yes. and make the decision to do them out of love. Do them out of love and uh, send both of them love because, like, shit is hard. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. I'm sending love vibes right now. So, yeah. So, listen to the forgiveness episode and then we will get to a uh, depression episode because... <laughs> We're super positive people. Um, and all about that, you know, lady love. And all about that authentic vulnerability and leaning into yeah. the vulnerability. Okay, I'm so um, I'm going hiking. Got to go. Uh, love you guys. Uh, yeah, so. Cool. Bye. Bye. Bye.